Hello, welcome to Human Tech, a podcast about the intersection between humans and technology. My name is Guthrie. I'm here with Susan. Hey, Susan. That's me. Now, today is going to be a little different. This is our first time um, trying to record this live. I mean, I guess we always record it live, but recording it and video. streaming it live with both and video, video and yeah. audio uh, with Restream on YouTube and LinkedIn Live. So uh, if weird things happen... Yeah, uh, well, you could. There, there was already a cat tail. <laughs> yeah, I got cats thing. doing stuff and running around. So um, normally, uh, the way, just a little, uh, very quick view behind the scenes, uh, we record it lo- locally on our computers using Audition, Adobe Audition, and then I stitch it together and put the podcast out. Um, today, we are going, because we're doing it live, the audio will be automatically stitched. Um, and so in theory, I will just have to uh, grab the audio. Maybe we'll throw the theme music on. The yeah, beginning. I was going to say, I don't want to lose our theme music. I like yes. our theme music. Oh, yeah. and I hear the cat. Yeah, and you hear the cat. So while I uh, while I go... Go take care of the cat. <laughs> cat yeah, this I'll is... start talking. So far, the live experience is really, doing really doing terrible. Well. Really terrible. Okay, so how about you take it over for a little I bit? Will. And I will. All right, I'll come be back. Because right otherwise I'm just talking. To myself. No, I'm talking to everybody watching. Well, the topic that we wanted to do this week is on visual thinking, which is kind of, I don't know, an ironic topic for Guthrie and I to do because neither Guthrie or I consider ourselves to be visual thinkers. Uh, And we are currently um, taking a, a course with a dear friend of ours who is really good visual thinker isn't he Guthrie Eric uh yeah he's he's the yes he's the best and um best and so I when this started probably well I've known Eric for a long time and uh I think oh maybe last spring um I asked him if he ever did training on this to try and teach people who aren't good visual thinkers to be visual thinkers and he said, let me think about it. And then he came back to us a couple months ago and said, okay, I put some training together and I'd like to you guys to be the beta testers. And my feeling was if, if, if he could get you and I to do any kind of visual thinking and visual work, that would be a big deal because we're so bad at it. So um, I guess to back up, you know, I... I mean, I'm sure I have imagery in my head, but when I'm communicating, when I'm taking notes, when I'm communicating with other people, it's primarily words and I'm not good at drawing and, uh, and so on and so on. So the question was, you know, could I become more, a more visual thinker and a more visual communicator? Yeah, you're, you're actually kind of shockingly bad with three-dimensional space which is really surprising you're so you're so smart at so many things that's so nice of you to say and it is true I remember um I I do I think to the point yeah it's a real deficit in my world is 3d space physical space so like engineering right like visualizing the way that the gears in an engine no, or, tr- or just fit draw, together you know, in just, some way. Just drawing a simple diagram uh, up to now, 
has been impossible. But yeah, yeah, just visualizing in three dimensions is very, very hard for me to the point where I really can't do it. I remember um, a long time ago when I was kind of newly married and, and my husband is a visual thinker and is pretty good with 3D space. And we, he was talking about, I don't know, a table or building a table or something. And, you know, he said, well, just draw a little sketch of it. And I was like, what? And he, and he even said, how, how can you be so bad at this? You're very smart and you have a PhD. And I was like, that doesn't have anything to do with it. But anyway, we've been trying to learn and we're still in the middle of the course. We haven't finished it. And I think it's been, it's been really interesting. I've been much better at it than I ever thought I could be, considering I didn't think I could do it at all. Um, and I, I'm almost, you know, I'm, I, I mean, you know, we had a big, long discussion about whether we were going to, you know, do it on paper or whether we were going to do it with an electronic device. And I think you decided to go electronic, right? And so far I'm doing it on paper. <laughs> so yeah, for we, uh, as, as I, I don't know if I've said on this podcast already, but we always, um, buy very similar devices for the company yeah, for our work. Yeah. Uh, so that, you know, if one person is having Compatible. trouble, the other person can troubleshoot on their end. Easily. You mean like when I'm having trouble, you can, I didn't want to say it. Let's be honest. <laughs> How often do you have trouble and I help you out? Yeah, it's true. It's yeah, not, no. it's not okay. Um, and so we have the same laptop, uh, yeah. right now, which is, which is a Lenovo sort of, you know, business app but but something. it's yeah. it's the one that you can you know use as a laptop but then the screen rotates all the way around into tablet mode yeah. um and it's it's okay uh in in that mode uh they get better every year but it's still it's not you know it's no ipad pro or anything yeah. but at least hey there's a stylus that's in the laptop itself that kind of slits you know slides right in it, it's kind of cool yeah. So I would never use it in that capacity. Yeah. Um, back back when there was this thing called airline travel, which doesn't exist anymore. I don't know what that, that we is. Haven't, we haven't done any um, corporate airline travel for work since the pandemic started, I don't think. That is, cr that is yeah. correct. It's this been is, two, this is January 2022, by the way. Yeah. Um, just for posterity. So I, that, that'll hopefully change sometime soon, but. Uh, you know, so if I'm on a plane, I'll turn it into, you know, tablet mode to watch a movie or something that I've downloaded. Um, but other than that, I just, I never use the, uh, the, the, the draw, the tablet mode. And so this was a perfect opportunity because we already have these devices that are, you know, that has a really nice touch screen with a stylus on stylus, it. So yeah. I, um, I've but been, I decided I wanted to do. I don't know. I decided I wanted to start with paper. I'd like it to be electronic for all the reasons that would be good. But you like taking notes on paper. And and knowing I you, do. like, you're a doodler. You always had, I mean, you do less of it now than before, but you always used to have a, a, a notebook, sort of a legal pad, and you would just make little doodles in the margins and yellow. I still do it. It's it's right here always <laughs> in, when I'm on meetings. It, the, the only difference is... You have nicer um, you notebooks. You can't see it on camera, so you don't know. I'm, see, I'm holding the notebook. You don't see it. 
I'm holding the pen and I'm moving it. Uh, you barely see the pen. So that's why you don't realize I've still been doing it. But anyway, here, ta-da, I've been practicing. Oh, wow. That's yeah. awesome. But, you know, I ha I made some notes today because we have a meeting today with, with Eric, our visual thinking training guy. And I made some notes. So unfortunately, Guthrie, you're going to hear this twice because you're going to hear it now. And then you're going to hear it when we talk to Eric. Um, because it, I realized I, I, I wrote down this thing out here, you know, a little bit. Oh, hold on. I should just mention if anyone's what? listening to this audio only on a podcast, you could see what she's doing. Um, this is currently streaming on LinkedIn live. If, if you go to the team W on LinkedIn or, um, the team W on YouTube, if you'd like to and all see I'm doing doodles. is. is uh, yeah, I'm, I'm holding up a notebook. I just wanted to, I, I forgot oh, if we had mentioned yeah, that. So I yeah, just wanted yeah, to make yeah. sure people could actually. Yeah, we have to get yours. used to this this idea. So I, anyway, I made some notes on, on since do since I've been practicing this whole visual thinking idea. And, you know, Eric has us doing exercises of different ways of using visual thinking. But a couple, two things, two things have occurred to me. And I wondered, Guthrie, if you found this to be true for you or not. Can you first just say what visual thinking is? Because that's so abstract. No. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. That's, I, that's I, unfortunate. I would, well, only because Eric does such a better job at it than, than I would. Okay. But, I guess I would say. Shoot. I'll do it. I'll do you, it. Can you do it? Yeah. Yeah. I'll do, do it. it. Right. So a lot of, um, we do a lot of logical thinking. And there are, there's a difference between the way that you think and the medium by which you are expressing yourself. So I can think logically and express myself with words, auditory, okay? I can um, think sequentially, like if I'm reading a book, right? I'm sort of thinking as I'm reading. It's sort of the sequential line by line. Uh, and But I can be taking notes on a computer and that's also sort of uh, um it's it's uh whatever it is when it's when you're doing stuff in words i don't know what that words so, no but like there's like yeah, yeah. Auto, you know if, if you're doing something visually something with words is grammatically maybe i don't yeah. know i don't have the right word for it. anyways so visual thinking is this idea that we are going to try to think in a think in two at least two dimensions and think not just with words but also with images with diagrams yes. putting stuff on paper both organizing words in various ways on a piece of paper but also um uh drawing expressing ideas through graphic through icons um that this sort of way which is you know i went to law school where i was hammered how to think with words right. <laughs> very right. straightforward um and if you are uh not very visual a visual person like susan is if you're not an artist if you don't match that doesn't come to you naturally um it is very foreign uh it's it's like talking in a different language it's you're it's, you're, it's very uncomfortable you not really um it's just a very different way of doing things. But doing visual thinking does allow you to express yourself and uh, um, 
put ideas together in a way that is very difficult if you're just describing, if you're just writing with words. Yeah. Like the way the way ideas are organized in a two-dimensional grid or space, yeah. you can convey way more meaning much quicker than you could if you were just describing it by, with writing, words, out by words. writing it. Yeah. And, and probably and, faster. Yeah. Well, you made me, I just added something to my little diagram while you were talking because it, you made me think of something. Yeah. I mean, for me, here's what I've noticed. So I've noticed now three things. I had two things, but now I just added another one. Um, first of all, if I'm, if I'm doing, if I'm, um, thinking about something and then I'm going to write down my ideas about it, whether this is like I was doing it today for, um, some new plans we have, uh, about some new training materials we're developing. I was doing it for feedback to give Eric on the, on how the course is going for me and so on. So when I'm thinking about something and then I'm going to map out my thoughts and my ideas and my plans, and I'm going to do it in a visual thinking way, which is not normal for me. One thing that happens is it slows me down, mm. which you might think, well, that's not good. I mean, I'm a really, really fast note taker you know when we're on a call with a client and i'm taking notes i'm really good at note taking really really good I, no one can read my handwriting including me including you including me sometimes so that Especially. is a problem but it's very fast i can read my handwriting i can read probably 60 percent which is not oh, that's a really low number <laughs> all right maybe 70 percent anyway uh. so it's very fast so you might think, well, that's bad. If doing it, you know, with images slows you down, that's bad. But it's not bad because I not only do I slow down, it makes me think more deeply. If I have to stop and think about what would be a way I could um, portray this idea, not just in words, but also in images, how do I do that? It slows me down while I'm thinking about that and while I'm doing the drawing. And then I make different connections. So I, th as I'm drawing it, I think, oh, well, really what's happening? Yeah, it just, I, I, it, it makes me think about whatever the topic is more deeply, more richly. It gives me time to really think about it. And that's, that's really valuable. To me, that's really valuable because I tend to go just really fast and I'm taking notes and okay, let's go on to the next topic. So I think that's interesting. That's one thing. And and that might be part of that might be because I'm so bad at it. It takes me a lot of time. Maybe if I was better at visual thinking, it wouldn't, it wouldn't help me process things more deeply, but it probably would. Another thing, Another advantage, I think, or another thing I've noticed, you know, there's some new research just came out at the end of last year the, about, about a brain chemical called norepinephrine. I had shared this research with you, I think, Guthrie, and we've started, started to put it into our, into our courses. Um, and uh, nor, norepinephrine is a brain chemical, and when it's released, you pay it more attention. Okay, 
That's what it does. Um, and what the research has found is that norepinephrine is released in the visual cortex of the brain. And this is the new part. We knew norepinephrine was released. We knew that it, that when it was released, people would then focus their attention. But what was not realized was that the place in the brain that stimulates the release of it is the visual cortex. When you pay attention to something visually, when you look at it, instead of just, you know, like close your eyes and hear it or think about it, that makes you pay attention. And that's why, you know, because we, we know that doing something visually makes people pay attention, but now we know why. It's because of the norepinephrine. So I think that when I'm doing visual thinking, when I'm drawing little diagrams while I'm thinking and while I'm documenting, that makes me pay more attention to what I'm doing and what I'm thinking. So that's two. And I have one more um, that I thought of while you were talking because visual thinking makes you uh, think through spatially, through space, or just even, just even, you know, instead of having, you know, a little place to write a word, you know, you have a whole page and you're connecting something over here to something over there. For me, it brings the spatial element into it. And even though I'm very bad at that, uh, or maybe especially because I'm bad at that, that that's like a whole new dimension to me, thinking about the connections, how things are connected, but thinking about how they're connected um, through through two dimensions uh, uh, rather than, you know, just linearly. It makes me think differently. So anyway, I, I just think it's kind of fascinating. It's still really tough. It's really tough. And I think we will see how much this sticks. Do you know what I mean? Moving forward, like, do I keep, when we're done with the course and we're done meeting with Eric, do I keep doing it? Well, right? I know that I will. And it's because- You, you do? Why? Well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you why. Yeah. So for me, a big part of this was um, structural is maybe the right word. What do you mean? Um, by that? Keeping myself organized, both in my personal and professional life. So it's like I have, uh, man, I've gone through a thousand different iterations. When I was in college, I had a MacBook and I used this like one program, OmniNote, yes. I think it's called. And, and then I stopped using that. And then I think I went back to just like paper. And then. When I switched to PC, I think I started using Google Keep to keep all my notes. Okay. Uh, and then I went, did that for a little bit, and then I went like back to journals and paper, um, and then I maybe switched to somewhere else, and then I went back to journal. So, so recently, I had based on your recommendation, I had some nice notebooks that you that you should test, and they yeah, are nice. Do. They are nice. They are nice. These uh, are my nice favorite notebooks. feature. You want to shout out the company? I just do. For some free... I do. The company is called DesignWorks Inc. Designworks I am K. I am K. Like for example, the we have uh, little notebooks like this. But on well, what's the really important, what's really works for me is the one. The one I have is that it has a date. It has all the months and just you know one to thirty, so you can circle the day something happens. And so, if 
you're taking notes, especially for work, you can like, oh yeah, we had that, we had that, that meeting, meeting with so and so. But then you can kind of go back scan. and yeah, I have I have really liked these. Now, what I still didn't have a good way to keep track of stuff personally, and yeah. I had a personal journal, but it was all over the place, you know, because yeah. it just doesn't. Like your personal thoughts don't necessarily follow that. I had a client meeting. I had another client meeting. Yeah. I had a client yeah. meeting. It's like there'll be like, you know, a recipe, and then oh, here's some, you know, like uh, I'm meeting with a with a lawyer, and then and then and then it'll be like eight pages of just like you know, like I needed to like document or journal something or you know some long something that happened, and so it's, it's all over the place. Anyways, so. As part of this big process, I have switched to Microsoft OneNote. Yeah. And um, they've, Microsoft is adding a lot of functionality. I don't want to get into that. You can look up uh, some of the stuff they'll be doing soon with a new product that is basically going to, um, I, I don't even, I forget what it's called. It doesn't really matter. Uh, there's a new product that's coming that will allow you to sort of um, combine little micro thoughts and notes into bigger sections. Oh, that uh, weird. And they're going to start combining that into other apps. And they've already started doing that, which is why I've started to use OneNote. It doesn't matter. Yeah. The point is, I started using OneNote for both my professional and my personal stuff. So I have okay. a personal notebook and I have, I have a uh, professional yeah. notebook. And because of that... You know, like when I'm doing a meeting, it has to be, I mean, I could, I could, you know, type if I wanted to, but it is really easy for me just to whip my laptop open, open it up. And then I have my pen. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. draw, I can write. So I you can... think you're going to do this. So I, I guess, yeah. More, not all the time. Yeah. I um, have, see for more. me, it's too. There's two different things going on, and one is the getting used to visual thinking, and the other is getting used to doing my note taking with the laptop in the in notebook mode and and the stylus. And I tried it a little bit, and I I definitely see the advantage of it, um, but I didn't like do it enough so that it became automatic and easy. So I think I'm I'll finish up on practicing the visual thinking on paper and then i would like to try seeing if i can switch though because i agree with you it would be really nice to have all the stuff you know electronic and organized and and all that because right now what's starting to happen is i got sketchbooks all over the place right but you've also been taking notes on pen and paper for a long time thank you for not saying the number of years it was <laughs> Yes, a very long time. I have been using pen and paper for for a long time. But, you know, I mean, I use computers for lots of things. So, I mean, I wrote my books on computer, so I should be able to use a computer for notes. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm going to... No, I mean, but, but because you've been doing it for quite some time. Yes. It is harder for then for you to totally change your mindset. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm gonna keep everything stored in a digital place. Yeah, maybe. I don't know though. I, I do almost everything else digitally except note taking and lists. So, 
Yeah, you how know many, me with the list. Yeah, there's, uh, for those you of you who don't know. You want to know how many pieces of paper are on my desk right now? Should we, like, this is why I want this to change, okay? So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, for the podcast, uh, she's just holding up random <laughs> scraps scrap. of paper. Like, I like, would like to stop this. Like she's like Hemingway or something. And I have the notebook for taking the client notes, and I have the sketchbook. So obviously things have to change over here. But see, I think the part of the, part of the problem is too is like, it'd be fine. You could just use paper and pen to keep everything organized. That's fine. Why do you have a thousand scraps of paper everywhere? We, we really if, don't. If you don't. have the journal notebook that everything's supposed to be in. Okay, because. I can answer this question uh -huh. because I don't have the, um, you know, I'm, I'm upstairs. This stuff is coming. These little note scrappy things that I'm holding up are coming from the little notepad I have upstairs in my bedroom next to my bed because ideas come to me late at night and early in the morning. Uh, this notebook for taking client notes is in my office and um and it's always in my office and so you know and this big guy you know i don't i don't walk around all day lugging this big big uh, sketchbook so where am i and where what paper is nearby when i get an idea that is the problem so that's actually a good argument then for you in particular to switch to digital. Yes, because, because I so... almost always, I almost always, I'm leaning over here and I'm picking up my notebook. I'm almost, this thing is really close with me wherever I am. By notebook for the podcast, she actually means laptop. I mean my laptop, but we're talking about doing it in notebook mode. Right, yes. But my laptop actually is with me wherever I am. It's upstairs in, in my bedroom, but late at night, early you, in the morning. It's in the kitchen when well, I'm having breakfast. It's one in note office. is on the cloud. So you, in theory, you could do it on any device. Yeah, yeah. Because my, my, my phone is always with me as well. Computer. So yeah, I'm gonna have to think about it. It's, it's uh, yeah, I'm just gonna have to get like an implant in my hand. <laughs> That's what I want. Just an implant so that I can just be connected to the cloud all the time. Well, okay. There you go. There you go. Someone please invent that. All right. Um, Guthrie, do we want to uh, say at, at all about the our plans for these live streams? Yes. You want to just like wrap up visual thinking though? We kind of just... Yes. So I'm sorry. Um, yeah. So visual thinking, I'm, I'm very interested in it. I didn't think I could do it. I think I can kind of do it a little bit. I'm never going to, you're never going to hire me to do the sketch notes at the conference like people do. Uh, no, but I really want to experiment with uh, thinking vis more visually communicating more visually, drawing more visually. And uh, it's really powerful. I, I hope um, we'll come back in another session and, and uh, give you information about um, 
or we'll post it on LinkedIn or something about how to reach out to our friend Eric, who's doing this training. If this is something that you think you might be interested in, uh, we'll we'll help you get connected with that if if you want to try it out. And um, yeah, I look forward to to experimenting with this more. I think um, I am fascinated by the idea of are there things you can do that significantly change the way you work, the way you think, the way you process information or communicate information? Can you can can you learn new tricks? You know, can the old dog learn new tricks? When when you're so established in your in your own method and you know you have your habits and you've been doing it a certain way for decades, can you change that? And and uh, that always fascinates me, and I I'm curious about it for that reason. So um, that's what's going on. That's how I would kind of close that out. Anything you want to add to that, Guthrie? Um, no, we're just we're playing, we're playing around. Playing uh, it's around. it's always fun to. I don't know if, if anyone who, um, uses their to to use different types of thinking is always fun. So like if you if you do a lot of logical thinking and you're behind a desk all day to then plant a garden or to, you know, do like a pottery class or working with your hands, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, dance and, you know, yoga, like that's like really fun because it's, you're using your, uh, you're, you're thinking in, in not a logical, you know, in your head way. Um, and just conversely, right. If you're, you're swinging a sledgehammer all day, um, to, you know, come home and read a book and use your brain and be creative and, you know, do something that's, that's also, um, really great. So yeah. you can kind of go both ways. Okay. All right. So now, now we want to talk about our live streaming ideas. Yes. So the plan is, is that we are going to live stream, um, our podcasts, uh, doesn't mean forever. doesn't mean from now on. Uh, but if, but if we're going to do a live stream, we might as well just turn it into a, into the podcast and just yeah, we're going to try a bunch of time. Um, hopefully, that just means there'll be more of them. Uh, you can, in theory, catch us weekly at uh, Wednesdays at noon Central Standard Time, which is Chicago in the states. Um, that's where we'll do it live. We'd love to have um, to uh, at least dabble eventually into a Q and A yeah, format. You guys could. Uh participate um, live with us now we're using Guthrie, we're using restream so at the moment uh linkedin does not support that feature uh, oh. only only if you have the restream uh, link the easiest way is just to ask us questions on the youtube live page oh okay that is actually the um, okay that's that's the easiest way to do it um, okay. wh why, why would you, why, why'd you say interesting? I thought people could, we could have a Q and a live on LinkedIn. Uh, I, I think the restream thing is still in beta, so it's okay. read only for the moment. Um, okay. but, uh, all right, we'll play around. We'll try things out. Um, um let me, so let me, let me just, uh, let me just do one thing. Okay. He's testing something out. You can hear him typing. Oh, <laughs> actually, I need to. I need to um, not be in right. uh, 
Well, you you can well, keep going. I'll keep talking while you're doing that. Yeah. So um, we're planning on doing these live Wednesdays, noon CST, and we will uh, be, we think, live on LinkedIn and on YouTube at the same time, if the technology allows. And so, yes, uh, Guthrie, I did see your test question there. Did you do that yes, through LinkedIn? Yes, so we do this, right? So you can have like, like it's, it's kind of nice uh, for those watching. Did you watching, do that on YouTube or did you do that on I did YouTube? it on YouTube, yep. So it okay. says that the question came in on YouTube and it has my little name and how I test question here. So yeah, uh, and I can just kind of pop it. Yeah, uh, so we can have Q&A. So we'll, maybe we'll try that next time. Uh, yeah, see. it would be really it would be really great to have that. Um, yeah. Uh, as Restream adds more places you know we might do that though i think what we'll we will end up doing is putting um links to this in our other social platforms sure, sure. you'll facebook find or twitter or, um yeah. so it will be and, and then eventually of course on the uh live stream or on the on the podcast feed as well yeah. so keep an uh keep an eye out for all of these things um yeah i should mention Lastly, some stuff that we're working on. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, do you want to just briefly talk about uh, yeah. the course immersions? I have a couple things, yeah. So one is we have a, a uh, behavioral design immersive course um, that is now available. And uh, this is a virtual course, but we do it live. Uh, it We have one coming up in April and another one coming up in July, same course. Um, and uh, if you take the course, it's all about behavioral design. It's it's intense. It's fun. It's interactive. Um, uh, it occurs uh, for five hours a day, um, but uh, over the course of five days. But that's spread out over two weeks. And if you take the course, and then you t you can also, if you want to, take an exam and then uh, get a certificate in behavioral design. So we're excited about that. Um, so check that out and yeah, five, five days over two weeks, we will be, we've, we're posting that on LinkedIn and on Twitter. So if you follow us, or if you just go to our website, we have links just on go website. to our website, theteamw.com. Um, the so we have that going. And also another thing I wanted to mention Guthrie, cause I keep forgetting to get the word out on this. You know, we uh, have, we do a lot of training. We have a lot of courses in, and workshops in UX and behavioral design and so on. And we have some clients who want to teach these courses themselves. Uh, I mean, they love having us teach them and we are great instructors, but sometimes they want to bring it in house and set up a whole, you know, UX academy kind of thing for their employees. You can license our course materials. And you can get the slides and the exercises and the materials, the handouts and the facilitator's guide, and then you can teach these in-house. So um, that's a wonderful option that I always forget to tell people about. So if you're interested in that, just reach out to us, uh, info at theteamw.com, and uh, we can talk more about how you could license our courses. Is there anything else you wanted to bring up or mention uh no no that's that's good this was a um i know you have a call at, at the top of the hour so we yes. will we, we will, will uh we'll move on but this but this was good and uh yeah. hopefully uh we have some people who start yeah and let uh, us know if there are particular topics you'd like us to do for the q and a's 
as well. Yes, yeah. But this this was good. I really, I actually really like Restream. Um, the it's a really, it's actually a really it's cool platform. Pretty easy. Yeah, it it's. Uh, easy. I really, it's very slick, and um, this was a a, a test. Very, it was a test, but it was very successful. I would say. There you go. Thank you, Restream. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, Guthrie.